This is Leadership in Motion with Dr. Israel Molina. Welcome to Leadership in Motion. In this episode, we'll discuss managing data and personal information. This is a very important topic, and especially for millennials and Z generation, well, I have just found out in my research is that not too many people talk to and educate millennials and Z generations about the importance of managing their personal information. What is data? Data is basically information knowledge that is viewed in context provides quantitative and qualitative variables of a subject. Now that's kind of a technical term. Basically what it is is information about a particular subject which is put together which creates data. When you think about data in a personal sense, data is actually created the day you were born about yourself. Your personal data was started that moment that you were born. Data like your name, the date that you were born, and your sex, male or female. That data is provided to, to the uh, to the country census bureau to actually go ahead and state how many people were born in a given day. So you actually provided data the day you were born. But as you go on through life, you start to create more data. When you first got your social security card, your social security card, you had to go ahead and get in order to get a job. So what they used was the data, which was your name and your birth date, to provide you a Social Security card. That Social Security card allows you to actually work and actually provides the whole entire, if you like to picture it in your mind, of a folder of where everything that you do is going to be compiled. So when you take a look, you have to go ahead and provide that Social Security card, that Social Security number to a potential employer. You have to use that Social Security card to get a credit card or to get financing, to get a loan. You have to use that Social Security card for so many things, and that's your personal identification. That's your personal data that's out there. Now, it's very critical that you safeguard that information because in the wrong hands, somebody can go ahead and steal your identity. If, you have, if they have your name, your birth date, social security number, they can go ahead and open up credit cards in your name, go ahead and put a huge balance on it, and then so ultimately you're going to be responsible for your information because your data was compromised and somebody else took it. So managing your data, managing your personal information is critical. Now, when you think about it, and recently we've always heard about hackers that hacked into maybe bank systems, maybe Google, Facebook, and acquired a lot of people's personal data personal information. 
Now, that's very dangerous because now you got people out there that can actually use your information to do all sorts of things. They can even apply for a passport in your name. Now, if you were a terrorist organization and you had information like this, you can actually fake passports and, and get around customs and, and law enforcement, Interpol. You can do all sorts of things by, by using other people's data. So for ourselves, we need to go ahead and be more conscious about how and where our data is used. Now, in the workplace, if you were in a position of authority, if you were a supervisor or a manager, an HR specialist, it is your responsibility to safeguard your employees' personal information. Because you use that personal information so that you can go ahead and file taxes. You use that personal information to basically document workers, uh, pay, and everything to do with that, that person. You cannot compromise that person's information but it does happen there are so many organizations that get attacked by hackers that that information gets out to the public in some regards we really can't control what hackers do to our, our employers network and their systems but we can do is be responsible for our own personal data one of the things that I found out, well, I've always known that there's always somebody out there trying to get your information. Everywhere you go, there's always somebody that's trying to get your information so that they can go ahead and, like I said, they can open accounts, they can get loans, they can do whatever they, they can uh, with your information. One of the things that I notice lately is these scammers. And there's a lot of scammers out there that are trying to get your personal information. I recently got an email and it stated that Amazon wants to confirm a purchase that I made. Well, I haven't ordered anything from Amazon in probably five years. So I know that this was a scammer trying to get my personal information. But the average person who actually does purchase things from Amazon regularly may think, oh, okay, well, maybe this is something that I, that I bought, and let me go ahead and, and click on this link. And they're going to go ahead and ask to verify your credit card information or your PayPal information or your bank information or your routing number, all that other stuff, right? And that's just a scammer trying to get your personal information. Because if you actually purchase something through Amazon, and for the most part, you know, and I'm just using this hypothetically, they have good safeguards to make sure that your information is not going to be compromised. Nobody should be calling, calling you or sending you an email, oh, by the way, yeah, uh, I sort of kind of need to verify that credit card information. Sort of kind of sounds kind of fishy there. So that is what's called phishing. Somebody's out there fishing for your information. And people do that all the time. People will go ahead and fake that they belong to a company or organization, some companies that you actually do business with just to get your information. And then so there are also like phone scammers out there. 
And one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast is because of the fact that my son one time, and he he's only like about 20, at the time he was 21 years old, he got a phone call and somebody on the phone basically scared him. And he was so nervous <laughs> that as soon as I got home, you know, he, he told me about what happened. Apparently, somebody called him and said, Oh, this is Joe Wilson from the IRS, badge number 21812, whatever. And, well, you owe taxes, and you need to go ahead and make a payment of $500. How do you wish to uh, make this payment? My son was like, uh, he was totally lost. He was confused. He was like, oh, my God, if you don't pay this right now within the next 30 minutes, then your bank account will be closed. Your car will be repossessed, and your Social Security card will be terminated. You know, like for someone, I'm a baby boomer, and, and I'm sorry to say, well, not really sorry, but I'm from Chicago. I know a con artist when I see one. So when my, bro my son told me about that, I said, son, don't worry about it, okay? The Department of Treasury, the IRS, is not going to call you on the phone. If you owe them money, trust me, they know where you live. They'll send you a certified mail. And they'll go ahead and tell you, hey, you're going to be audited or you need to clarify some information. But they are not going to call you on the phone, threaten your bank account, threaten your livelihood, threaten your Social Security, threaten anything of yours without due process. The IRS cannot take away any of your money close your accounts, do anything without due process of the law. In other words, you're going to have to go to a hearing before the IRS takes any money from your bank account. So if you have somebody calling you on the phone threatening that you need to go ahead and pay this within the next 30 minutes or your bank account is going to be closed, give me your routing number and account number. That's a scammer. That's a scammer. Don't believe anything that they're saying. Try to maybe jot down, if you have caller ID, jot down the, the telephone number and report that to the, the authorities. I think, I think the FBI has a hotline where you can actually call and say, hey, I got a, a scammer trying to solicit money from me from this telephone number. And they can probably do some research, you know, on as to where the call came from. So don't believe telephone scammers. Now, internet scammers. There's a lot of internet scammers out there too. Sometimes, right, you know, you know, you could be on a website and those they'll offer you a, a, a nice service or anything, but they want your name, your birth date, and your social security number. Nobody needs your social security number on the internet. Absolutely nobody. If some website is asking for your birthday, your name, social security number, unless it's a government agency, nobody out there should be soliciting that information from you. Another thing too is that, remember how I said that data started the day you were born, that initial data, which was your name and your birthday. That's critical because with those two pieces of information, 
somebody can actually go ahead and file for a social security card. And that's, that's as easy as that. So if you get onto a website, you know, some of these websites are, they're kind of friendly, you know, they kind of want, want to get a little bit of information from you, right? Never, ever provide them your birth date. Absolutely not. If they go ahead and ask you for your birth date, just come up with some phony birth date, something that you're going to use all the time that's not really your birth date, just, just to get past that little segment of a website. Because nobody really needs that birth date in order for you to get onto maybe Waze apps or any other type of apps. And I'm just saying that hypothetically. Any type of app, they do not require your birth date. Your name, you can put your name or maybe your nickname. That's fine. Nobody needs your Social Security. If somebody's asking for that information, be aware there's some scammers out there and that's what they're looking for. Another thing that you have to make sure of is that you listen to radio, TV, keep an eye out on the news. Anytime that you hear that, see like for example, Chase Bank was hacked and one million pieces of information was uh, basically out there. Uh, your personal information can be out there. Anytime that you hear that, and it involves maybe a bank or a facility or, or a financial institution that you actually do business with, what you need to go ahead and do is, one, call the company and say, hey, you know, I heard about this um, that just happened to, um, to the bank that somebody uh, compromised our personal information, probably account number two. I'm requesting a brand new debit card. I'm requesting a brand new credit card. Because what happens is, is that that information is out there. Anybody can use it. So you need to go ahead and act right away. Act right away. And get yourself a new credit card so that those card numbers are deactivated. So just in case some bad people got a hold of your information, it's not going to matter because the card was deactivated. And you have to be vigilant. You have to be listening to the news and finding out what's happening. Facebook, the same thing. Facebook was compromised, I remember hearing uh, a while back. And some of the people's personal information was out there. So you got to be very cautious. One of the things that happened um, in this recent administration, government administration, was that they did away with the Consumer Rights Act that protected people's information on the Internet. It was actually an executive order that was passed during the Obama administration that prohibited internet service providers from providing your personal information to a third party. In other words, if some schmo wanted to get your personal information, there was no way how they could have done it before because it was against the law. Because a lot of people were, were basically being stalked by people, maybe harassed by people. So that, that law was put into place to safeguard your personal information. The recent administration did away with that. Did away with that law, allowing Internet providers and, and browser uh, 
companies to actually sell your information to other people. So that basically opened up an opportunity for cyber hackers, for people that just want to scam you to go ahead and try to get your personal data and, and do whatever they want with it. So now you have to be very, very cautious of your information. Another thing that you also have to take a look at too, and I talk a little bit about internet sites. And some internet sites, when you order something, and I'm not sure if I really should mention the company, but it starts with cheaper than, that's what I'm gonna say. I remember I purchased, and I used to be in law enforcement, I used to be a police officer, and I used to like to have attack vests. And the tech vest that we used to have was kind of bulky, but they used to sell this real nice tech vest, a police tech vest, and it was only like $60. And I was like, oh my God, that's a great price. And as a police officer, I was able to put my handcuffs in one, in one slot and then so maybe pins and everything that I need, you know, and, you know ammunition for my, uh, my weapon, and I can put my pepper spray in this other pocket, and everything fit really nice. And I was so excited. I was like, oh, wow, this is going to be great for work. $60, and I think it was like $18 shipping. That was really nice. That was fine and dandy. I was so happy with it. So I got the thing in the mail just like it was advertised perfect vest it fit really nice i was able to wear it to, to work and i felt really good comfortable in this tack vest and what happens is is that month after month i'm paying my credit card bill the same credit card that i paid for the tack vest and then so i noticed this charge i was like man why is it that this bill doesn't go down so i was about and I'll be, I'll be honest, it took me like about 10 months. 10 months. I, I decided, you know what, let me take a look at my statement here. What, and I'm looking, okay, well, I, gas, I filled up with gas. Yeah, I picked up some gross. And so I'm like, uh, I saw something that says travel package. What, I was like, what the heck is this travel package? They're charging me $70 a month for this travel package planner, whatever it was. I was like, I don't even know what the heck this is. Okay, so I called my credit card company and I asked them, what is this information here? What, what is this? This is $70 a month that I'm being charged for something. So what they did was they did their research. They did their research and it started the day that I purchased that tack vest. I was like, excuse me? No, I just ordered a tack vest. And that's all I needed for my for my work. But they said that in the fine print of that website, it stated by purchasing this item through this website, you automatically get signed up for a vacation traveler's package whatever the case may be, and they're going to charge me $70 a month. I was like, oh, my God, I, I didn't sign up for that. The, the credit card company actually said that we can go ahead and give you three months of the 
previous payments. But anything after that, they're not going to be able to go ahead and give us anything. So what happens is, is that I wound up paying, and what was it, $210 for this travel vacation package because I didn't pay attention to the little tiny fine tr print on a website that basically obligated me to pay $70 a month to a membership that I didn't want, I didn't need, but I was actually scammed because of that. And I'll be honest, I'll never ever purchase anything from this website again with a credit card. They have on their website an, uh, a, a way to actually purchase it through with a money order. And that's all I'm going to do. From, the, from this point on, if I have to buy anything from this company, and it's, it's okay to have good items, good merchandise and everything, but I will never, ever use my credit card to purchase anything from this one company. Now, money orders are safe. Money orders, that, that's it. If it's a $60 tax vest, guess what? You're getting $60. That's all there is. They can't access anything. So you got to be very careful. You got to read the fine print. Another thing you have to do is take a look at your bank statements. Take a look at your bank statements. Because if your data is out there and somebody uses it. So so immediately I wound up canceling that credit card that that company used to charge that additional travel package. You have to stay on top of it. And I guess it's my fault. And, I, and this is one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast because... I lost $210 because I did not pay attention to my data and my data in terms of my bank statement that this company was actually trying to get money, you know, uh, you know, from me. And uh, okay, I'll, I'll I'll take I'll take responsibility for that. I failed to do that, but I don't want that to happen to you. So anytime you purchase something and you have any type of suspicion, you know, I probably shouldn't have given that company my my credit card number or my debit card number heaven forbid because somebody can use that data and and you know you may not even notice it today <laughs> you're gonna and i hope you didn't you're not gonna notice it 10 months like i did because i lost a lot of money because i wasn't paying attention to my data and you know and i and i feel that, that i can tell a con anytime you know, I, I can see a con artist anytime, but the thing about it is that there are people out there. They're very sneaky. They're going to take your information. They're going to go ahead and do whatever they can to go ahead and make money from your information. So this whole entire thing about you have to manage your personal information because always be mindful that somebody is asking me for things that they really shouldn't be asking me. Or who is this? I don't, do I really trust this person? I can understand if it's like from your bank and your bank wants wants to give you information about maybe getting life insurance or this and that. But still, even then, you got to be very careful. Be mindful to who you're giving information to. You know that that's that's what I'm really hoping that uh, I get across. I'm really hoping that you folks are not scammed, are not cheated, that that you're not subject to, uh, you know, uh, information that can be um, used for, you know, opening loans and stuff like that. You know, I'm hoping that you don't get scammed. 
And uh, like I said, I see this happening to my kids, and I try to educate my kids because, you know, they think that, you know, everybody on the Internet can be trusted. And I'm like, no, you cannot trust people. Another scam is, and this is, uh, my daughter got this one. Some, some person emailed her and stated that, oh, that they are some rich Arab prince and they want to go ahead and give her a million dollars. And, and uh, if she can go ahead and provide him his, her routing and bank account you know, information so that he can go ahead and deposit a million dollars into her bank account. And she was all excited about it. She was like, oh, wow, yeah, I got an email, right? This guy's going to send me a million dollars. I said, you know, slow down here, okay? Slow down. <laughs> okay, one, there is no rich heir prince that's going to go ahead and give you a million dollars, okay? That's, that's a scam. And she says, well, how do you know? Well, trust me, nobody's going to give you a million dollars just out of the blue. So, but the thing about it is that people fall for that. People actually fall for that type of a scam. That's the only reason why they keep on doing it. Because they always find some sucker out there. P.T. Barnum from Barnum and Bailey Circus. I remember saying, I remember him saying is that there's a sucker born every minute. There's a sucker born every minute. And if you get one of those emails from some rich Arab prince that wants to go ahead and give you uh, money, don't be that sucker. Don't be that sucker. Because statistically speaking, do you know that one out of 10 people will actually fall for it? One out of 10 people. Whether it's that so-called rich Arab person going to give you a million dollars or that person that says that they are from the IRS and you need to go ahead and make a payment on your and your taxes, one out of ten people will actually fall for that. That's unfortunate. But that's what keeps them going. Because they, they're they waiting to find that one out of ten people. And sometimes that, that may be all they really need to make a lot of money, to make someone's financial life a disaster. Just one out of, out of ten people. So... Be mindful of your personal data. Don't give your personal data to anyone unless it's necessary. When you when you sign up for Blue Cross Blue Shield, Humana, or whatever, when you signed up with your employer, you already provided them your, your Social Security number. So nobody from even health insurance should ask you for your Social Security because all they should ask you for is your Humana or Blue Cross Blue Shield, Aetna, whatever the health care provider that you have. They already have that information. So if somebody's calling you for that information for, from even those companies, yeah, be mindful. That sounds like a scam. Well, I hope I provided you some information to, you know, keep you abreast of what's happening out there. I hope that you listen to the news. Always be mindful. Every time you hear cyber threat, cyber hack, so anything to deal with, cyber attack on people's personal information think to yourself man you know what maybe i did have a bank account with that bank years ago let me make sure that everything's okay there's companies out there like lifelock that will help you to protect your personal data your personal information 
I have never used it, so I'm not really sure what they actually do to protect your uh, personal data. But take every precaution. Another thing that you can also do is the credit bureau can provide you your credit report. And it's free. You can get a free credit report once a year. Credit Karma. Now, and I have no affiliation with Credit Karma, but I love Credit Karma because what happens is, is that Credit Karma provides me my credit, you know, report right there. And I can actually see the detail of absolutely everything that is on my report. So if I see anything suspicious, I can go ahead and contest it. So keep an eye on your bank statements. Do your credit report once a year. Credit Karma can provide you that information all the time. Be mindful of how your personal information and data is being used and where it's being used and who's using it. And basically protect yourself. You have to protect yourself. Because you may not think, well, you know, I'm 22. I really don't care. You know, yada, yada. But guess what? Later on down the line, when all of a sudden, right, you see that, wow, why is my credit score 400? You know, I pay my bills on time. No, it looks like there was a couple of credit cards that were opened up in your name and, and it's providing derogative information on your credit report. So there's a lot of things, you know, writing on this. So you need to be mindful. But anyway, that's my public service announcement. You need to take care and manage your personal data, your personal information. Don't, please don't give that information to people that you don't trust. I'd like to thank you for listening to my podcast. And if you'd like to drop us a line, my email is leadershipinmotion036 at gmail.com. And on our website, we have a link to our Patreon page. Uh, if you'd like to contribute to Leadership in Motion, it is our goal, is our quest to actually provide training program to people um, free. And I'm hoping to take this on the road uh, soon. So any contribution will help that happen. Another thing that we're trying to do is create an outreach program. So uh, that that would be greatly appreciated. I thank you very much. And as always, take the lead today for a better tomorrow. This has been Leadership in Motion with Dr. Israel Molina. Please subscribe to our podcast.